Hi, welcome to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I am Rick. And I'm Sean. Sean, today's the day. Today I, is the day that we've we, all dreaded. We are recording on uh, November 12th, 2018, Monday. And mm-hmm. earlier today, while I was um, shopping with my wife, uh, Buddy texted me and said the rumor was going around to check the sites and see that um, we may have lost Stan Lee. And uh, about five minutes into it, TMZ and everybody else and mm-hmm. all the major sites started reporting that Stan Lee had died today at the age of 95. Oh, dude, I mean... You know, we we have discussed on here probably two or three times, uh, you know, in, in the 128 episodes we've been doing this, two or three times we've discussed, well, what, what does this day mean? And what, what is it going to be like? And it sucks. I mean, like, really, really sucks. You know, we have those moments where, People that we care about from our movies and stuff like that have passed, but this is different. This is on a different level, I think. I mean, it, it's kind of end of an era. I mean, this is a this is a mark, and, and we may look back and go, "Well, well, you know, it wasn't to you know, blah blah blah." But I mean, this is this is the point at which I mean, he's gone. I mean, you yeah. don't have Stan Lee has been part of my life since I can remember. Your whole life. <laughs> you know, any any Marvel cartoon had Stan Lee. Before I knew what Stan Lee looked like, I knew what he sounded like. Because he oh, was yeah. on everything. He talked Marvel. He was the Steve Jobs of Marvel, which I've said before. I mean, he was the hype man. Before anybody knew what a hype man was, he was Stan Lee. I mean, this guy was out there working it. Every project, comics, cartoons, movies. Um, you know, he was the face of Marvel. If if you stop and think about it, you know, the impact of what Stan Lee and, and of course Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko, you know, all those guys in mm-hmm. in together, but I mean Stan's a big big part of that. And you know, without Stan Lee, we don't have 20 movies worth of, you know... Awesomeness. Amazing, you know, enjoyable content. We don't have, you know, years of of, of cartoon intros and, and uh, whimsy and, you know, some pretty, some pretty powerful stuff um, in comics. I mean, before anybody knew, you know, what, what was going on, you know, whenever comics were just something the kids were reading... You know, there was a guy named Stanley Lieber who who changed his name to Stan Lee, so, you know, nobody gave him a hard time about mm-hmm. being, you know, his background. And right. uh, if you ever read the letter columns, if you've ever read Stan's Soapbox, you know, he was a guy that was out there in front uh, talking about <laughs> issues that, that we're still talking about today, pretty hardcore, you yeah. know, and he was out there doing it and getting out in front of it and, and standing up for people who... You know, not a lot of people were standing up for at the time. And another thing, yesterday was Veterans Day, and Stan Lee was an Army veteran. He was a uh, telephone lineman uh, for, I believe, his first couple of years. And then uh, the, he got moved to the uh, television section where he was uh, in the media. 
and he drew and sloganed a lot of army posters for movies. So somewhere, I would love to know where those are, the, the army posters that were sloganed and drawn by Stan Lee. Like, don't you know that would be amazing? Some archive somewhere. Oh, yeah. That would what just is, be incredible. What does Stan Lee mean in your life? Uh, well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just it's just all the stuff that you have to be to be thankful for that, you know, that he brought about, you know, uh, Spider-Man. Seriously, 1967 Spider-Man cartoon, probably one of the single greatest influences in my life. Without Stan Lee, there is no Spider-Man, you know. I mean, that that's just, that's pretty plain and simple. Uh, like you said, intros, you know, how many times have we discussed on this show alone how much we love the 90s X-Men? How, how you know, the, the, the first time that we seen, you know, our superheroes brought to the screen. That was, that's, those are Stan Lee characters on the screen. And, and as soon as he, he had a chance, he was on the screen right there with them. And, oh, all the cameos. I, I just, you know, we, we know, I, I guarantee you Avengers 4 is, that one's done probably. Um, do you think Far From Home, Spider-Man, Far From Home? Oh yeah, that I've a... seen. I've seen an article today reporting that he had recorded more, and plus we haven't seen all the ones that uh, uh, James Gunn did because he did five with James Gunn. If right. you remember back on Guardians Two, um, mm-hmm. you know. But what um, <clears throat> what is your favorite besides Spider-Man? I know Spider-Man's your number one. Oh yeah. But what is your favorite Stan Lee creation besides Spider-Man? Oh, my goodness, dude. That that is that's a tough question, you know. Um I would probably go Captain America. I I believe I believe he took a lot of his his army influences right there and Cap was probably easy for him to write. Um you know, Cap- Captain America is written in such a way that he he the thing that separates him is he is the person we all should be captain america makes the right decisions captain america makes the critical choices and it, it it's funny uh but one of the biggest stanley moments that i can remember that that i think strikes back to the way he was is uh mall rats when when Stan references how you know all of his characters are a piece of him, I'm sure a lot of that is total improvisation uh, done by Stan Lee, which is incredible. But but that's probably true of a lot of his characters. They 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 are a representation of conflict he had in his life. They're representations of probably choices he wanted to make and. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Cap number two, uh, next to Spider Man. Mine would probably have to be oh my gosh, uh, Iron Man, um, number one, and Fantastic Four as a whole is number two. Um, yeah, I, I would say I would almost say 
X-Men, but I, I don't want to get too much too involved in that because I, I, my X-Men love isn't Stan Lee's X-Men. But right. uh, you, you have to you have to give credit to that. I mean, like what what I fell in love with comics, you know, was John Byrne's run of, you know, Fantastic Four and and, and X-Men, but now that that John Byrne run of Fantastic Four harkened back to Stanley and Jack Kirby. That's that's where he took it. Um and just the impact of, of everything that he's done, of where we are today with comics and storytelling and everything. Not enough words can be said about, about the loss of, of Stanley. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's just, it, like you said, there, there aren't enough words there. There really aren't. We, we could go on and do an entire podcast gushing, uh, about how amazing he was, about all the miraculous stuff that he did. It, you know, I mean, you're talking about a guy that one one of his last uh, cameos that we have had the pleasure of seeing so far was Teen Titans Go to the Movies. <laughs> I'm in the wrong movie. I was like, "What way to go, Stan. You know, I mean, what a, what a really... you. A man that is so beloved that, you know, a, a company that is seen as a rival, as a nemesis, he he's right there in the middle of it. He he's right there. Well, just... you know, I believe it was Stan that quoted the, uh, you know, the phrase "the distinguished competition." You know, he was that guy. Yeah. Oh, you he will be missed, extremely missed. Uh, yeah, dadgummit. I, it's hard to go from that story to anywhere else, but let's let's go here. Sean, how do you feel about Jeremy Irons? You like you like him as an actor? As I mean, not as Alfred, but yeah, I like him. <laughs> Calling him out right there. Well, yeah. um, Jeremy Irons was cast in yeah. the Watchmen story coming up and I and I I, imme- I immediately knew who he was going to be. There's nobody else he could be, but they they announced that he is going to play Osmandius and mm-hmm. I I think that's a great call. I mean, moment I, when I see when I seen this, I was like, that's what you should have been doing in the first place. But yeah. I think that's a great casting. I think I think Jeremy Irons will definitely uh capture Osmandius. Uh, which, which, speaking of the Watchmen, all three versions are on Amazon Prime. I saw all that. All three versions, yeah. I was like, yes. I threw them all three on my watch list. I was like, I'm going to try for the longest one, and then if Michelle gets bored, I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do the abridged version. When do you have the time? Let's watch the ultimate uh, black uh, 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 John Treader. No, wait, that's a different one. Oh yeah, black, the, the uh, one with the the ultimate cut where yes. it has uh the black freighter and oh, my the God. director's cut. Ooh, that would be a slog, dude. Oh, I've watched it. I did uh, it by myself. On yeah. Oh, dude, it was good. It's really good. The the transitions into uh the cartoon are pretty nice. I liked it. But best two and a half days of my life. <laughs> I think Jerry Jeremy Irons is a great casting for for this, and I, I think he'll he'll do that role very well. I'm excited to see what comes out of this HBO show. Like, 
this could be some really nitty gritty, dark stuff. And, well, and I, I, I'm excited to see it. They, uh, okay. So everybody knows Watchmen. Everybody's read Watchmen. I, I don't know. I haven't read any of the new stuff. And mm-hmm. I like the idea of what they did. Uh, uh, but a new show further down the road in the Watchmen universe, it's either going to be Rorschach's journals or... Yeah. Rorschach's they they bring Rorschach. They have to bring Rorschach back. I mean, I I, I don't think I want to do this without Rorschach being in it. Well, I don't. I mean, I, I fully expect this to be maybe maybe the movie never occurred, or or maybe this takes place plenty of years before the movie. No, but... they've they've said it's after. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? That's what. Then, yeah, you got to have Rorschach. I mean, I, I, I'm seriously going to have to consider it. Huh? I mean, after it's after, so you don't have to have Rorschach, but uh... it would definitely, uh, take something to draw my attention in because, because I mean, if it's after the movie, then, then, you know, there's no comedian. Uh, there's no Rorschach that, I mean, there's just too many pieces of the puzzle that are, that are not not going to be there to fit together the right way. Not but that, you know what? Enti- I did not see that the entire thing would fall apart without those two. But I'm just saying, you know. And that could have been something that was reported weird because I, I heard uh, uh, Kevin Smith and Mark Bernard talking about it on the podcast. Now, um, I did see that there were. Uh, I think there was a picture of the hooded justice, which is. You know, from the past, where the comedian mm-hmm. and and you know that 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 first group of Watchmen, right? Um, so there may be some time jumping. That'd be cool. Do it. I'm ready uh, to see what you got. <sighs> Toy Story Four. No. <laughs> you just no. no. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I'm like, ah. no. I mean, okay, okay. I, I'm I'm I've got to give it a chance because I have children. And the last one was was one of the most heart wrenching things I've ever seen. Oh put yeah, the screen. Yeah. But yeah, keep, keep how do you it after the ending for that third one? Yeah, uh, like I still don't know how no. the how they got pulled those feelings out of toys. But anyway, like uh, the the furnace scene. Oh my god. Okay. No, just 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 Toy Story four. No, why? <laughs> you're you're just. I mean. It is blatantly just digging for money. <laughs> It'd be like up to, like it starts with the, the Boy Scout going to the old man's funeral. Like, oh my gosh, this is worse than the first movie. I just don't know where you're going to, you know, I could see this being like a total reboot, but no, no Toy Story 4. No, I, I just, in my opinion, no, 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 no. Just well, okay, let's move on to some better stuff. What about uh, Disney showed their shows coming out on Disney Plus sign, The Mandalorian, Monsters, Inc. Right. show, uh, The Winter Soldier, and Falcon, which <laughs> that's... Uh, yeah. Uh, do we want to stop with that one? I mean, I don't want to speed bump my way over it, but man, that's kind of... I don't know. 
I mean, well, what I about what about the 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 Loki and Scarlet Witch show that we're supposed to be getting as well? I man, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how how just weird? Do you think? It, yeah, I thought. I mean, not that I have a problem with it, but they're talking about keeping uh, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mack for this, correct? Anthony Mackie. Oh yeah, yeah. They were talking about it. They've been doing interviews about it and everything. That is just. That, I mean, I get it. I, I I'm cool with it. But can you imagine going from big screen to small screen, back to big screen, back to small screen? Just I I don't know how they're gonna. But will it be? Here's my question. Continuity. Right now. Are you have continuity. No, no, no. Right now, it's Winter Soldier and Falcon, but. Mm-hmm. There's a famous title of something called Captain America, America and Falcon. And Falcon, yeah. Well, I'm I, thinking, I'm thinking that's where that's leaning. Just yeah, because, this... just because. <laughs> yeah, it's a working title. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and the Scarlet Witch, they had some news on that, saying that it it probably will not just be Scarlet Witch. That there'll be other characters show up as well. So. So, do you think the fact that Tom Hiddleston is involved and the fact that it's Loki, so so we probably will get Loki back? You think by the end of Avengers Four? I hope it's I hope it's nothing but like Freddy's nightmares and it's Loki showing up in a goofy uh, a TV budget costume telling stories of Asgard <laughs> and it fades out. Oh my god! That'd be hilarious. No. It would be funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But let's talk about another show that, that huh. surprised the heck out of me. Rogue One was was a very good Star Wars movie. I love yeah. it. Yeah, both of us agree. Yeah, we both loved it. And it's Absolutely. a prequel to Episode Four. It's getting a prequel with Cassie and Andor. Uh, he, he, you know, uh, at, at times it seems... He, he, at times it's like, well... Okay, let, let's keep the, the, the whoever's, you know, the, the people that are in charge, the people that make decisions like this. First off, let me say, I, I don't have a problem with this story. I really don't. I think it'd be cool to see some of the adventures he's been on. I think it, you know, it'll be fun to see uh, his perspective. And obviously he's had other adventures before he got uh, involved in Rogue One. And that's all fine. That That is just fine. But the thing that bothers me is this Star Wars crew seems like that they really don't know how to do Star Wars. They, they really don't. I mean, Rogue One was very well done. And then and then they went and did other movies that that weren't so well accepted by the. Oh now come on audience. there's only been one episode 7 or episode 8 had had problems solo was great rogue one was great but i'm just there's I'm only just a problem with it, episode 8 there's only let's let's make that specific we've only had a problem with episode 8 well my my question is so so in response to doing this you're just like eh, you you remember that last really good one we did yeah you just want to offshoot from it? Yeah, okay. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to dissent from you. I'm actually kind of excited for this. Because, I am excited. What because, did I say? I said I am excited for it. 
Well, let's feel it's lazy. Ah, you know, Cassian was a a popular character. I, I heard a lot of people, you know, bemoan not that they complained about the movie, but the fact that those characters did not survive. And yes, I understand yes. why they didn't survive. But a lot of people died to get if us this you if if you right. take a younger Cassian Andor and have some mm-hmm. of his adventures running through can like the the cantinas. And basically, he's... Well, I mean, he is a Han Solo. Han Solo? Ar- Ar- he's Han Solo. Han Solo. Well, I mean, really. Well, seriously. I mean, he. but he's a spy. He's not He's not the cowboy. He's a spy, but you, you run him through some right. of that Han Solo storytelling. You know, he's in the seedy underground. You know, they, they thought about developing a, a co- entire game of the underworld of Coruscant. And people were really excited about it. I, I think this could this could be. Do that. we get? Do we get Alan Tudyk back? <laughs> that would be. Oh gosh. Oh, that would be great, Sean. You have what? hit. That is amazing. I did not thought. What? I did not think about that. Yeah. Yes. I mean, no duh. Like, duh. I need Alan Tudyk. Yes. Just have him and this stupid robot running around. Uh, that's. I'm sold. I'll buy the whole season right now. Sold. Great. I still, I, I like I said, I'm excited. I'll watch it, but I still think it's lazy. <sighs> okay. Well, go out and write your own Star Wars hymn. I have boxes of it, but nobody, nobody reads <laughs> it. It all gets rejected and sent back to me. Uh, like I'm, I'm like uh, Hurley uh, back in the '70s on the island. I'm, I'm writing, I'm writing Empire Strikes Back, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. So, we got news that mm-hmm. uh, the directors of Avengers, talking about yes. Avengers 4, says it's down to a three-hour runtime. Down to. Down to. Down to. Hey, that's great. I'm fine. <laughs> Let's Give do me that. three hours. Absolutely. Three hours. No dude. problem. Three hours. Absolutely. Oh my Give it here. And we've got, like, uh, uh, a test art has been, or not test, uh, like, uh, digital art has been leaking about all the Avengers in the quantum suits. Uh, we've got uh, uh, alternate stuff from the movie, or pl- you know, they had like three different scripts, th- two fakes or three fakes, and there was only three scripts circulating that were the actual thing on the set. Oh. They are going crazy with this stuff, and I cannot wait. I need a trailer. I need it now. Give me the trailer. So, so my question to you, being that this is three hours, and knowing that we're gonna have a lot, a lot happen, a lot happen, like I don't know how how do you, how much story do you think? I got, I'm trying to figure out three hours of this. There's gonna be a lot. There's gonna be a lot of intricacies going on in this film. I don't. I'm just. I'm just blown away. I'm trying to imagine what three hours of sitting and watching this is going to be like. How much story can they get in depth? How in depth can they go? You know, uh, are we? Are are how many different people are going to be introduced that we haven't seen yet in Avengers: Infinity War? Uh, you know, in part one. I, I don't. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. But but I'm ready for Captain Marvel as well. Very ready for Captain Marvel. I'm ready to see a, a number two trailer for Captain Marvel. I, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I think a lot will be tied to this uh, Spider-Verse movie that's coming out. That's probably oh. when we'll get everything. Yep. And, and I, I'm excited for that. Um, you know, that, that, that we've already planned, that will be Jax's first movie. And he, he is literally counting down. He wants to know how long till he gets to go see the Spider-Man movie. So we're pumped, man. I, I'm excited for into the Spider-Verse as well. So great, great stuff is on the horizon. Really great stuff. Except for, <laughs> except did you Except, have you watched it yet? No, because I know yeah. Sean. Oh, you oh, did. did. You oh, did. Yeah, yeah. Aha, okay. Listen, listen, listen. You know, you know those questions that you have where people are like, "Can we?" <laughs> and, and maybe the answer to "Can we?" is yes. But the after real question you ask yourself, be... "Can we?" You need to ask yourself, "Should we?" And <laughs> and I believe the answer to should we have a Detective Pikachu movie? It should be no. <laughs> oh, come on now. Hard no. Pokemon. I mean, no, it's not, dude, it's no, not for... No, that trailer, that trailer. Good. Ryan Reynolds, why? Why are you doing this? Why? <laughs> Just... It's uh, not I'll... for you, Uther. I know it's not for me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, I literally... I was watching the trailer and I'm like... Am I watching the trailer to, uh, to, uh, 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 that gimmick? Why can't I think of it? The nostalgia movie that we, Ready Player One. Am I watching Ready Player One? Cause it, the, the graphics and the feel and everything looked very Ready Player One ish. And then it's, you know, obviously Pokemon are running around and you got Charizards and Pikachus and, uh, it's just, uh, no, just no. I, I don't know. It's I, fine. I'm, it's other fine. Other than Pokemon Go, I I haven't touched a Pokemon anything. So so I'm the last person to honestly say anything. So my opinion should be a moot point to to anybody. But but I Dad Gummit, it, it, it's it's partly my podcast, and I get to say no, just no, no. <laughs> That's the old man speaking, though. It's for the kids. Come on, now. It's for the it's for the 28-year-olds. Come on. For the kids. <laughs> uh, it's for the kids. The 28-year-olds. It's amazing. No. <laughs> All right. I-, I thought it looked okay. I mean, it's something to go watch. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not, right. I'm not, I'm not going to go watch it unless oh. my unless my son, you know, who likes Pokemon, who, who right. has cards, you know, go, yeah. Dad, what are you... Uh, uh, well, do you whatever. think? Do you think? I mean, do you think this is really going to be big? Like, like I just seen it and was like, I brushed it off as if, as if I'll watch the trailer or discuss it any further past this podcast right here is is really probably not going to happen. Do you think there are there is an audience that is like Ryan Reynolds is doing one of my favorite things i've always wanted to see this is there somebody out there that is no just no 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 yeah and i think and i think that's i I think you're missing the point there it's not that ryan reynolds is that there's some great looking live action pokemon on screen yes i'm sure there's an audience for that and they get a little plus oh it's ryan reynolds doing this voice for pikachu whenever he's talking to one guy 
Like any other time, everybody else hears the Pika Pika like normal. It's yeah. just this one guy yeah. that hears Ryan Reynolds. I kind of like that concept. Don't get me wrong. But like I, like you said, it's not for me or you. So no. that's fine. I just no thought way, it, it was I'd a very funny it, trailer. Like, if Ryan Reynolds, like, because he knows the kid can is the only one that can hear him, he like throws some like really horrible Deadpool stuff at him. Like that would be <laughs> hilarious. Just some really like smart mouth comments, and you're like, really Pikachu? Wow, can't so, believe you went there. So to segue, wh- are you gonna go see the PG Deadpool? Oh, I, I, I'm seriously considering it. Yeah, yeah. Christmas, Christmas Day, Deadpool. I mean, I, I don't know if I can pull it off then, but I, I definitely would like to go see it. I mean, I'll give Ryan Reynolds my money again for that. I can't lie. I, ca- I kind of want to see what they did different. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't get to see the first. Uh, well, I didn't get to see Deadpool two, the first run in the theater. So, so this will be giving him my theater money for the last time that I missed. So yeah, I, I definitely plan on seeing that. That that'll be up there. Nice. You got anything before we move on? I do not. Oh, you I got do any? not have anything. Well, do you have anything when we move on? Uh, I do not have any local haul at ah, all, man. Gosh, hey, you workaholic, hey. dude. Let's see. I got I got my my check Friday had 129 hours on it, and I just did another uh, 89 hours last week. You know, people have died from less than that. <laughs> Well, I'm hanging in there, so you got to hit harder than that. All right. We'll do it. Um, I did have a local haul. Um, I may have talked about some of this already, but the Transformers TCG collectible card game came out. Um, and I got a few. I, I picked. I wiped Walmart out of their uh, stock of packs. That's and awesome. uh, got a bunch of rare cards. And... So how many, card, how many packs did you get? Well, like, like when probably, you say you cleared them out, when you say you cleared four, them out, where four, they're like four children standing there, no. and you just like reached over their heads, and you're like, "I'm taller," and no. you just take them all <laughs> and walk away. No, and I guess I do need to clear that up. There are there are two uh, uh, packages you can get right now. One is uh, our Walmart got the well, it's it's a starter uh, package. It has like eight. Uh, uh, starter packs, which, you know, have, you know, it's got the big cards in it and it's got a 40 pack of, so you can immediately, you buy this and you can immediately play. And then mm-hmm. it's got your uh, package of random cards. And, and this okay. had about 14, you know, random card packages you can buy in eight starter sets. And then they also have uh, just a, the box uh, packages that has like 30 random card packs in it and I, that, that's not the one like i got i got like 14 packs of cards are you gonna pick up the 30 pack if you no, see it no no <laughs> no you will if you see it can't do that it's gonna be like a fresh uncut box and you're gonna be like mm. Mm, smells good love it uh no we're not gonna do that <laughs> but also um i got uh, uh, kind of interesting. So there are. So the Transformers art. I've 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 told how much I've loved this stuff before. Right. But uh, there's a guy who is selling. 
mm-hmm. from from the original negatives, uh, photos, professionally printed photos, just like you, just like. Um, so, a little behind the scenes baseball. Whenever you are part of a franchise or you have printing stuff that needs done, like I've got a taco, I've got a, a Taco Bell one here somewhere. You you have a standards package that comes out where you have the specific color, like you can give information to a printer and they're going to reproduce that exactly the same way that they would at, you know, yeah, corporate the or big whatever. box place. Yeah. Well, uh, somebody has gotten a hold of negatives of uh, the stuff they would send around to um, prob- printers and that kind of thing, where if you needed uh, a black and white copy or you needed a color copy of a of a logo to be printed on advertising material uh right or, or a background image or character art um been selling those so i was able to pick up some standard stuff of like logos uh, i've got one of the things i've been looking for for a long time is there in ever so often you will see so the the art on Transformers packages is professionally painted. You know, it's a, it's a image of the character that some artist did right. and, and painted, and they've reproduced that. Well, there's also on very few items there is the original 2D line drawing of you know where those artists the the one artist painted it. Okay. Well, they also have a 2D, I mean, just a line drawing uh, of that art. Right. Which I never can find anywhere. There's not any really good copies of everything. But some of that exists in, in these auctions. So I have bought some of that. Like I have a, right here, I've gotten uh, Megatron and his alt mode, which is a rare thing to see. Uh, Soundwave, Ravage, Laser nice. Geek, all in this one package. And I have some more coming. Uh, that I just uh, uh, Omega Supreme is my one of my favorite ones, and nice. I, I did get a package with that also. So, yep, for reasons, dude. And I do dude. stuff with it in Photoshop, and it's great. It's awesome. All right, have you seen it? Have you seen it? Um, you you go into this because the only thing I've seen lately is a bunch of YouTube videos. What? What, dude? I was on night shift. What? Oh, what, what gosh. I mean, I mean, well, what have you been dude, watching on YouTube? <laughs> um, public freakout compilation videos, which <laughs> which are utterly just just so funny. But but if you ever want to lose your faith in humanity and just feel like we're all gonna go boom one of these days, watch public freakout videos. You you will see people freak out over. Stuff like destroying an entire McDonald's because their burger was wrong. Like utter destruction. And you're like, is this how it is this how it happens? Like somebody screws up a burger and then next thing you know there's a riot and then next thing you know it spreads and and, and it no, that, I don't know, man. no, that's not how it happens. It's that same guy. He chose not to do that in McDonald's, but does it in his biohazard lab, and he's working with really volatile stuff. He's like, ah, forget it. Yeah, but 
you know, I've just been I've been watching lots of YouTube videos. It's what I do when I have work to do, and then I sit for half an hour observing something. You know, I watch YouTube videos. No, I can. I I, I really didn't have time to watch a movie or no, that's do anything fine. Fun. Perfectly fine. I could commiserate with that because I can tell you I've been going down the rabbit hole with uh, where what is his name? It's the eight bit guy. Yes, the eight bit guy on YouTube. He has, okay. he, I, I've seen him before, but recently I saw a video that brought me back, and it's great. I mean, it's a guy who's, like, very, reminds me of my friend Brad. I mean, he's very, you know, homely kind of guy, but he's very professional, very organ, organized, has this great, like, his background is like, so he's, you know, when I say organized, if you know anything about computers and computer cable guys, if you run cable or anything like that, he has great cable organization in the background. Yeah. He has stuff hanging on the walls and it's all organized and strapped down and everything. And he does like, uh, he restores like a VCS, you know, like the old, Jeez. like bef uh, like the Atari 400 and 800, things that nobody ever touched before the 2600. You know, nice. he, uh, um, you know, he, I've seen him mod a power supply uh, to where you could do uh. a whole bunch of different things on it. it that video was great. Uh, he's, it's pretty funny to watch the guy. I mean, he, and he does a lot of video game stuff. Like he does old um, uh, Atari and, and Nintendo cartridge stuff. Explained a lot of things to that I didn't know about how some of those games worked. And, and he's just in there talking about it and showing uh, how to trace circuits and all that kind of thing. Uh, up your alley, I believe. Really, yeah. It's really fun. I like it. That's awesome. Have you have you seen any movies, though, or TV shows or anything like that? I Well, I have. <laughs> I guess we're done talking about YouTube. But, um, oh, well, well, I mean, well, I mean <laughs> trust me, I, I can go on about YouTube, but... but I'll tell you about the funniest thing I've seen, but I'll tell you that after the podcast. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. Um, I did. I took my two kids to go see uh, the Jack Black movie, The House with the Clock in Its Walls. Uh, I want to hear about this. This movie is is directed by Eli Roth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, how does that combine, man? Like, It's... um. It's it's pretty good. I mean, it's so your ex expectations are a thing. Like if you go into a movie expecting one thing, it can ruin your experience. Right. I came into this movie expecting it's a kids Halloween movie. Okay. Okay. And and about where I where I was putting it was the Jack Black Goosebumps movie. Okay. And that's a pretty good movie. I mean, my son enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. You know, it's Jack Black. Jack Black does pretty good, you know, on-the-nose kind of comedy. Um, I like it. And it was very similar to that. And it was very fun. I mean, my kids loved it. My five-year-old actually sat and watched all of it. He, he did not run out of the theater. Um, and Did you feel the Eli Roth in it? Funny enough, um... I had to keep reminding myself it was Eli Roth. I mean, there were some... So, Jack Black is... is. I mean, everybody kind of, you know, oh, Jack Black, blah, blah, blah. Jack Black does really good stuff sometimes. I mean, he does. 
Um, He didn't have great direction in this movie, but I mean, I wasn't going to this movie for great direction. Yeah. Um, But uh, everybody else is fine. The the kid was a little dry. Um, But, I mean, the movie was fun. I mean, when everything was going on and, and, uh, you know, the haunting stuff and the magic stuff and everything, it it was a great Halloween movie. I mean, this is one of those movies you could, you could, could become your family's Halloween movie. I I thought it it was pretty good. You can see watching it again? Yeah, absolutely. On Halloween, yes, throw this in. Absolutely. Nice. Well, that's awesome. I I was wondering when I seen the previews for this, I was like, you know, I, I, Jack Black, okay, I'm in. Directed by Eli Roth. Uh, what? (laughs) What? You know, I mean, how is he changing his ways? Has he got... Has he got a baseball bat and collecting Nazi scalps? What's going on here? Is is hostile involved? <laughs> Does he stay at a hostel? I want my scalps. Oh my god, that's awesome. Uh, you have anything to add this week, my friend? Uh no. Other than, uh, what's your opinion on Rick Grimes getting a movie? <laughs> Three movies. What's up with that? I think, and what did they say? Walking Dead picked up six years later. Is that what they're? Is that what they're doing? I think so. I, I seen I seen uh, a scene where it showed Judith leading people into Alexandria, and I was like, "Really? That's how we get through it." That, well, that's I, I don't how know. You do it. I don't know. That's dude. how you do it. <laughs> Let me go back. I, I take back. Everything I say about the lazy writing for Rogue One people, <laughs> and I just throw all that times two down on the Walking Dead people. There's a reason why I stopped watching after the fourth season, man. I, I really am glad I did, because if I had invested six seasons of of watching Andrew Lincoln and Norman Reedus... And, uh, uh, you know, Carl, why, why can't I think of the actor's name? Uh, it, it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it was like they were doing a great show. Things were going well, you know, you, you, you're playing this balancing game between keeping the group moving, uh, having zombies be involved, and yet still have them run into human conflict the way we often see through most zombie films. And at some point, that changed. And it became totally about people. And then people complained that it was all about people. So so they tried to throw in some zombies there. And then, while that's going on, they're, they're obviously struggling with script. They're struggling to keep the story moving but keep their you know keep their cast with people like uh uh negan you know you you want to keep jeffrey dean morgan on set as long as you can because i'm sure as long as you have him and norman reedus together you know the the chemistry's there the 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 acting chops are going to be there and then you go and do something to uh oh chandler uh you know him. He he he. Oh, I want to take a. You know, I need to finish up my part by here so that I can go to college, or or we need to change something so I can go to college. Nope, fired. And the moment that does, it starts a chain reaction where Andrew Lincoln's like, you know what? I think I'm out too. 
I, I don't know. Somewhere along the way, they totally lost their way. And now you're going to have movies? No. Like, you're, you're, I seen last week on that it was the lowest ratings in the history of the show. Who's going to come see your three movies? I mean, I, are you going to make it? Are you going to make it profitable? I don't know. That that's my that's my rant for The Walking Dead. Eh, yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much said. Yes. All right, sweet, nice. I know, I know, I've done a good job. If after one of my rants, Rick's ready to move on, <laughs> I'm like, yes. That, that either means one of two things. Either I did a really good job and I explained all the talking points. Or two, I explained it so horribly that he wants absolutely nothing to do with a rebuttal to what I've just said. <laughs> Fine. If you want me to talk about it, I'll talk about it. But, uh, yeah, you covered everything pretty good. I mean, Walking Dead, I feel bad that I haven't finished it, but just because I'm a completist kind of thing, not because I'm interested in what's going on. Um, you know, it's it's we're somewhere safe here come the zombies or somebody screws it up and here come the zombies anyway uh, I, I i do want to finish it just because i'm that kind of guy but i want to do other things before then so i mean it's not uh, yeah well i mean before i watch the walking dead i'm gonna watch detective pikachu <laughs> just to let you know all right man uh if you got nothing else i got nothing all right, on social media, you can find me on Vero. That is where I'm most active. I promise I'll be active this week. Uh, being on night shift really drained me. But Vero is where I'll be most active. Look up Sean Thomas uh, on Instagram, at Maynard98. On Twitter, at Maynard98. Rick, how about you? Can find you? Me on Twitter. you can find me on Twitter, at Ricky Westbrook. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can hit us both up on Vero. We're both Vero verified. Hit and us an email. You can also send us an email at Not So Southern Gentleman at gmail.com. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Just, 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 you type that in in the two, in the subject. You just put, uh, I need you guys to stop messing around and actually talk about some serious stuff. And then, and then just fill that in. Tell us all what we need to talk about. Yeah, like uh, like Joel Williams did with uh, talking about some video games. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I totally <laughs> forgot to read that again. I'm sorry, Joel. You can hate me. You can hate me, Joel. I am so sorry. I apologize. Hate that, that me! Totally... Hate me! For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. The power of Stan Lee compelled you. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>